Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Tuesday. <laughs> I hope you're all in a good mood because it's not that easy to be in a good mood when the uh, the weather is so gloomy. You know, I'm a big, I mean, I'm very fortunate. I work in an office where I'm looking out the window all day long. I mean, all right, I shouldn't make it sound like I'm looking out the window all day long with the windows right next to me all day long. And so I get to see what's going on. I did take a stroll out uh, during the lunch hour and... Uh, I don't know. It seems like it's been raining since, uh, I don't know, for a long, long time. Um, you know, when I heard that uh, Queen, uh, Queen Elizabeth died, uh, I was saddened because, it, you know, it's kind of the end of an, of an era, end of a generation or multiple generations. And it was something you really didn't want to see happen. You know, you wanted to, uh, you just wanted it to go on. Well, I know this is going to sound quirky, but I had the same feeling today when I read the headline that said, Giselle hires divorce attorney, Tom Brady looking for his own. Come on, Sambolino, come on. Isn't this like, this is the sad news? It's, it's, I, I'm heartbroken over this. I really am. Well, because it seemed like, I mean, they've been married since 2009. They've gotten through, uh, you know, a lot. He's 45, she's 42. They're like the perfect couple. They have these beautiful children, you know, uh, and it's it's like son of a gun. I mean, I wish I could talk to Tom. I really do. I'd be like, listen, bro, you know, work it out. Just just work it out. Yeah, and, both very well respected in their own fields. Yeah, and I will tell you, I would tell him at this point in his career, achieving what he had, what he has achieved, I'd say, listen, if she wants you to quit, just quit. I mean, I know that's a pretty nasty thing to do to his team and his teammates, but uh, if. You're going to be selfish and think about your children, then it's in their best interest for them to have their dad at home. There's no ifs, ands, or, or buts about it. Uh, and then, you know, if you're looking at, uh, is this the Daily News? No, that yes, this is the Daily News. And then you scroll down to, like, uh, next story down. Angelina Jolie says Brad Pitt physically abused her and their kids on a 2016 flight. I got to keep reading this. <laughs> this is the headline. Poured beer on them. Let's see. Explosive court filing. Choked. Oh, claims that Pitt shoved Jolie, choked one of their six children, and poured alcohol on both Jolie and the kids while they were trapped in the plane with him. I would love to hear his side of the story. Like, his, his side of the story is probably like, the kid was acting up, he grabbed him by the arm, and it spilled a drink on him and fell on, his, on the kid's lap. And in the cross-complaint, they wrote... Uh, 
they wrote the, the, you know, the they make it sound as horrible as they can. The one area of law that I really try to uh, avoid in this law firm is the, the area of divorce law. And that has to do with the fact that, you know, they're like, oh, you represent murderers. Okay, but these are people who, you know, don't often don't know each other. They're strangers. They're fighting with each other. When you look at a divorce case, you know, I always look at them and I want to say, go back and look at your wedding photo and remember what that day was like. And then someone else told me, another divorce lawyer said, they asked the client, who's contemplating a divorce, if your spouse had some sort of an illness and they needed a kidney, would you give them one of your kidneys? And if the answer is yes, then you should go back to the table and try to work it out. If the answer is no way, absolutely not, and you think that's a sincere and a sincere answer, then maybe, maybe it has run its course. You know, I was, <laughs> back in the day when I was, Doing, a, I did a Saturday morning hit with Tucker Carlson when he was remembering. He's such a superstar now, and you know, pontificating on all of these highbrow issues. He was the morning host on Fox and Friends on the weekend, and I will tell you, when he did that show, uh, he couldn't have been nicer because I, it was the weekend. It was a little light, more lighthearted. I would bring Luca, I bring my nephew, my niece, my sister. You know, he was very accommodating. He'd throw them on TV. But I remember him talking about divorce and couples and how quickly couples run apart from each other. And I, I think the term that he used was, you know, take your finger off the trigger, <clears throat> husband and wife or husband and husband or wife and wife, whatever, whatever you're into these days. Um, <clears throat> don't always be jumping towards, well, we had a really big fight. I guess it's time for a divorce. Like, and he's right. Uh, you know, m- marriages, I was with, you know, my parents not this February, but the following February, it'll be 60 years they've been together. And as a married couple, four years on top of that, <clears throat> was it always blissful? Was it always, of course not. I mentioned yesterday, I was at a wedding with John Esposito for our friend Billy Rapetti for his daughter and, and her new husband. And I wrote in the card, I go, you know what? There's going to be some tough times, but weather the storm, you'll get through it. And I'm sure everything will be okay. And, you know, we need a little bit more of that attitude uh, in life, you know, O'Reilly talked about yesterday being raised in a Judeo, Judeo-Christian household. And I'm not 100% sure of this, but I have a feeling his parents were around. My parents were around. I believe the statistics would bear out that uh, children who are in an intact home with parents who really have their eyeballs on the kids, that those kids wind up in a better place uh, in the world than those who don't have that luxury. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, Luca has, has parents who live in separate households and he lives in separate households and we're doing our best. But I think the statistics bear out that kids who are under the same roof as both mom and dad on a consistent basis just have an easier go of things. And that's why, you know, I mean, there's so many things going on. There's stuff happening in the Supreme Court today. There's um, crime is going through the roof. I mean, if you go through... And again, I don't know if it's what's being reported on, but if you go through um, the the headlines on on the local tabloids, the news and the the post, it's, you know, NYU Brooklyn, uh, what is that? NYU Brooklyn campus. NYU Brooklyn campus, shots were fired, subway crime, someone got shoved on the tracks, Central Park carousel, there was a knife-wielding man. 
Um, and he winds up getting out without bail. It was probably a bail, uh, a not a bail eligible crime. A retired NYPD uh, officer was shot by a stray bullet um, in a possible gang related assault. Ugh, and it's like dreary and like, you know, and um, and then you got my man, Judge. We were running in and out of the uh, Sinatra room here this afternoon because Judge was up. And I think he got um, he got a little bummed out. I think he threw his helmet because he can't hit that that final home run. Uh, Donald Trump went to the Supreme Court asking them to intervene in the Mar-a-Lago raid and what documents can and cannot be looked at. I mean, he's him and his legal team. They go to the Supreme Court. Like I go downstairs to Megan's bar to have a beer. I mean, it's uh, God bless them. It's just not not typical. Um, the new justice, I th- believe, she was very active uh, on the court. Good for her. I mean, that's she's hitting the ground running, letting everyone know that she's not going to be a shrinking violet and she's going to let her voice uh, be heard. So there's a lot, a lot of stuff going on. I um, in the vein of. Bill O'Reilly's book yesterday, I have my friend Dan Paisner coming on. Uh, he's going to come on the bottom half of the show. And since it's Tuesday, it is Times Square Tuesday. We have T.J. Whitman on. He's the vice president of communications for the Times Square Alliance. Um, Sam Bellino, if I could pull you into the uh, the fold here. I, you know, you were a little frazzled before the show. There were fire alarms going off. You said there were emergencies. Other human beings had your phone. You okay, Sam Bellino? Yeah, I'm good. It's just another crazy day in a world of radio. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm like, can we, can, you know, can I talk to you? Can we talk about time? I'm just crazy over here. Like, I'm just curious. Like, what is, there's emergencies. Like, is anyone bleeding? Not that I know of. I mean, well, what are the emergencies? Are you it's can't talk about way, on the You know, it's a good way to start off Yom Kippur. Okay, are you going to be fasting? Or? I plan to fast, yes. Okay, all right. When does that kick in? Right about now? Probably just about now, yes. Well, all if right. I can get to my parents' house for dinner, I'd like to. Well, have an easy fast. You know, I am going right. to do something that I don't normally do. Um, but since there are no real debates, there's going to be one debate for the governor's race. There is going to be a town hall um, so it's not a debate, but Lee Zeldin is conducting a town hall on this Friday at 10 a.m. at a uh, 177th Street at Columbus Avenue. And it's Moms for Zeldin who are uh, sponsoring this. And I think it's just a, an opportunity for people to go and, and hand uh, hand them some questions, just pepper them with some questions. Uh, again, I think there should be more than one debate so that's why I am uh, saying that, you know, you should hear what Lee Zeldin has to say. He is the challenger. As they said in O'Reilly's book, the challenger has to come up with twice as much punches as the champion to take the, the belt away. So Zeldin's got his work cut out for him. So uh, anyone who's around and wants to hear or ask him questions, ask him the hard questions, you be the, d- the debate monitor. Uh, you could go to this town hall on um, – Friday at 10 a.m., 100 West 77th Street at Columbus Avenue. We're going to come back and talk about Times Square Tuesday. Don't go away. Some like it hot, some like it cold. We had a guy here today fixing our air conditioning because we, sometimes we like it cold even when it's hot and our air conditioning was, was not working. But there were no time limits on when the air conditioning could go on and could go up. But you know what there are time limits for? Home care benefits from New York State. The law has been changed January 1st, 2023. 
uh, things are going to kick in where if you apply for home care benefits, they're going to say, okay, we need to look back at the last 30 months of your finances and see where all your money has gone to. Um, but whereas if you uh, submit the appropriate paperwork before January 1st, that 30 month look back is not there. So what you got to do is reach out to our friends at Connors and Sullivan because the time to plan is now. They need all of your paperwork as soon as possible. Connors and Sullivan attorneys at law are specializing in this area and they can help you get in under this deadline, but you must start the process as soon as possible before the start of December to complete all the application by the end of the year. Do not wait. Call Connors and Sullivan today. Don't delay. 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-278. So I don't know about you guys, but this time of the year is a kind of a time where I walk around the house and I, and I say, you know, we need to get this fixed. We need to get the fence fixed. We need to get a place to put the garbage pails. Well, if you're in that mindset and you're looking to get things fixed up, whether it's your private home or it's a part of your condominium or your co-op and you're on those boards, the time is now to call our friend Susan at Rhino Shield. Don't make the same mistake by calling a painter. Call Rhino Shield first for a longer lasting solution. Rhino Shield is engineered to outlast paint and it is 10 times thicker, thicker than traditional paint coatings. Rhino Shield is a ceramic coating that is sprayed onto your building and looks just like paint, but with many more benefits. Protect and beautify your buildings, your home, adding value, dramatically reducing wall maintenance work while insulating and soundproofing. Condominiums, apartment buildings, private homes, multifamily homes can all benefit from Rhino Shield. Rhino Shield ensures a successful, worry-free installation that bonds to virtually any substrate. That's right, folks. It bonds to your substrate. Call to request your free quote by October 31st and receive a 20% discount. You'll never have to paint again. Call 877-744-6608. That's 877-744-6608. Or go to rhinoshieldofnewyork.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Listen to to calm yourself down when there's like an emergency crisis situation. Hello, Lou Reed. Sure, why not? The New Yorker. Plucked her eyebrows on the way, shaved her legs, and then he was a she. She says, hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. Said, hey, honey, take a walk on the wild side. You going to sing it, Sam Bellino? It's not up to that part yet. I know, but are you going to sing when it comes to that? I might, I might. All right. I mean, you know, I'm stressed out. I'm looking to calm you down. On the island. 
What island is it from? In the back room, she was everybody's darling. Oh, Sambalina, you had but she, she was never a darling? Lost a head. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Oh, it is a family friendly show, Sambalina. What kind of music are you playing here? New York related tunes. All right, I'm with you. Wow, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to describe African American women that way either. Everyone's getting canceled. That's why I love the end of Bill O'Reilly's book because he just pulls it all together. The killing the legends, which is fantastic. Um, well, it's Tuesday, and if it's Tuesday, on Wednesday it was Sunday. Remember, Wednesdays was Sundays, and I think it's still the deal. Do you, you know what Wednesday, Sunday was at Carvel? You remember? Oh, see, Joni knows. She's dating herself. Uh, Sam Bellino, when we were kids, Wednesdays was Sunday at, at Carvel, two for one. Oh, I love that. love that. Yeah, and I'm sure the way you like to eat, you just go in and you get two and you eat them both, right? I used to go in with Glenn. <laughs> why, why would I share with my brother and sister? Right. Now, I would go with my boy Glenn and we'd get two and, and, and we'd split them. Of course, he was diabetic. You shouldn't be having one anyway, but... Uh, uh, I am very excited for next Thursday, October the 13th. I'm hoping we can get all of this rain. I mean, we've gotten so much rain. Last night, I, I sleep next to the window. I mean, it rained all night long. It was like having a natural sound machine on. Uh, so I need to get the rain out of the way because I would like to have a great weekend. I, this is Columbus Day weekend. I'd love to have a beautiful day for the parade. And then one week from this Thursday will be our live broadcast, two hours from um, – the foot of the steps, I believe. I don't know, Sam Lee, and you've been there. Is that where it yes, is? Yes, exactly. We're going to be right alongside the uh, side of the TKTS booth. We're going to be right on the long yep. side of the TKTS booth, and you'll have Sam Bellino there, and maybe we get Sibilia there. We get Alex there. Actually, someone's got to stay back, right? Who are you going to have you stay back? I think I'm going to have Nick stay back. Alex should be there as well. No, he should be there. He deserves to be there. You think Jones should come? I don't know. It's just always up in the air with that. You know, one. the stone the stones have that song called Wild Horses. That's what it would take to keep her away from uh Times Square Tuesday. Let's bring Ah, uh, yes, that song was written by her parents. Uh let's bring on TJ Whitham with him. I'm sorry. Hey TJ, it's Arthur Idala. How are you? Hi, Arthur. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. He is also from the Times Square Alliance. So are you guys getting a little fired up to have someone of Matt Sambolino's stature uh, in the uh, at the bottom of the Red Steps next Thursday? Oh, absolutely. We cannot wait. We cannot wait. Times Square is ready. I'm looking out the window out to a huge crowd, even though it's foggy. So we're going to have a great time. It's going to be wonderful. Uh, so my understanding is... Uh, the great Kevin McCullough is going to give us give up his hour, and we're going to be there from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, and then we're going to, um, I think we're going to have a couple of restaurants check in. We're going to have. Oh, oh, you know who TJ? You know who's coming on? Jones telling me you know that. Oh my right? gosh! Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah okay, yeah, TJ, yeah, you just yeah, run yeah, with yeah. the TJ from the Times Square Alliance. Tell us what's it. happening. <laughs> no, totally. Um, yeah, we have. Um, we've got. You know, a good collection of restaurants from different, you know, a, a variety of different, um, you know, cuisines. We've got a couple from, you know, Restaurant Row on 46th Street between 8th and 9th, Bardot and Jasmine's Caribbean cuisine, which is great. Obviously, the classic Lamb's Club will be there, too. Um, Hunt and Fish, who I've heard you guys have had on the show before, but that'll be great addition um, to the show as well as Times Square. And relatively new to Times Square, the Brooklyn Chop House will also be here, which will be really exciting to hear how they how they've been doing since they opened, you know, a little bit during the pandemic. The Brooklyn Chop House. I don't, I, I know I haven't been there. I got to go check it out. Yeah, it's really spectacular. Yeah, it'll be fun to talk to those guys. 
So, TJ, I've been definitely giving uh, Joan, uh, my our executive producer here, a hard time. I definitely need someone there from representing the world of Broadway. Okay, that's I mean, that you know, great. I think we, were, we we had a couple of ideas earlier today, but but I'll, I'll let Joan fill you in on that. All right. I mean, you know, I'm a Broadway guy. I love Broadway. I, I took my son, Luca, my 16-year-old, to see Dear Evan Hansen. Uh, then I got to see it when um, – then I uh, took him to see uh, The Music Man. Um, mm-hmm. I am definitely going to make sure I get a last run at uh, The Phantom of the Opera under my belt. So I yeah. – um, you know, I definitely that, that that's who I am. And this show, even if you listen to the commercials here, it's all about uh, things I feel comfortable with. And I really, yeah. really want to um, make sure, you know, it was interesting because I heard something this morning uh, that I was listening to on a podcast or replay of a radio show about how uh, there's plenty of places to get the national news, but getting the local news is uh, it's a, it's a little more difficult uh, mm-hmm. because you know there's so many national television shows, national podcasts, national uh, radio shows, especially right now. Everywhere else on the dial, they're talking about what's going on in Washington D.C. and around the world. I try to keep it to the five boroughs and maybe Florida because yeah. that's like the sixth borough. Um, so I, you we know, I, I we love that here. We love that here at the, in Times Square, especially because like. People, you know, I mean, Hell's Kitchen is right next door. That is a very residential district. That's local. Trying to get into the local news for those guys is really good for us to pull them over, have them come to Times Square. So I totally agree with you and fully on board about the Broadway um, conversation. And now is now is the time to talk about Broadway. I mean, we just celebrated Curtain Up over the weekend for three days festival with a huge concert on Sunday with 18 shows performing on live on WABC. I know. Um, how, did, how, did whole, how did that whole how did that work? TJ, I know all about it. How did it work with the weather? Oh, it was it was wonderful. I'll, I'll tell you, you know, obviously the perfect situation is beautiful weather. But even with a, just a little bit of rain, which really wasn't that bad during the actual live broadcast, um, it, it brings out the diehard fans who really just w- want to be there and need to need to see these performances. So it was a fantastic energy. Um, it was a great. We also, you know, because we were on TV, you know, we're hearing rumors that the ratings were fairly good that day um, for WABC. So that means some of the people who stayed home at least got to experience it and watch it on television. We're also seeing tons of shows that are starting up. I mean, Almost Famous had their first preview yesterday. Uh, Leopoldstadt opened on Sunday. 1776 is opening on Thursday. So, like, now is the time because Broadway is just, you know, starting to bubble up with this new season. All right. And Brooklyn Chop House, is that what it's called? That's what it's called. Yeah, Brooklyn Chop House. All right. I may, you know, I may. I, I have a feeling because of what tonight is for my Jewish brethren, I have a feeling I could get a reservation in any place in the city tonight. Um, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm actually not being facetious. So I may take a walk over there and check it out because uh, I just to, to support them and to support that 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 area of the city. I, I, I have to do this. I do this every week with Tom. Anything going on with crime in Times Square? Anything new? Anything bad? Anything positive? Um, I mean, obviously, I think everyone has seen a couple of recent incidents. Um, obviously, you know, any crime in the Times Square area is, is one crime too many, as I'm sure Tom has told you a billion times. Um, obviously, you know, these, these incidents, you know, they're, they're for the most part happening relatively late at night. So just people need to be careful all over the city, not just here in, in, in Midtown and Times Square, all over the city. 
and in certain cases all over the state. Um, but uh, I would say that, you know, for the most part, you know, Times Square is definitely in a, in a very safe, safe place on, on, you know, on the, on the ground here physically. Um, you know, if, if anything, it might be worth taking a peek at some of the activities that are happening just south of us in the quarter between Madison Square, um, uh, you know, Penn Station, Madison Square Garden and, and, and Times Square. Um, but, you know, with that being said, the NYPD does a fantastic job making sure their presence is, is, is known here in Times Square specifically, and we're grateful for that. And they work really hand in glove with our, with our public safety officers who are also on the ground 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So, um, it's, 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 a, it's a safe, it's a safe square. All right. Beautiful. TJ, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you in about 10 days. All right, buddy. Sounds good. I hope you enjoy Brook and Chop House. I, I'm going to scoop by there in probably an hour or so. All right. That's good. Thank you, Arthur. Thank you so much. It. All right. So it's Times Square Tuesday. Yesterday was Motor Monday, Times Square Tuesday. I don't know. I asked Joan to see if we could get um, Carol Alt on for tomorrow for a little Wellness Wednesday because you know, she's just a plethora of, of information. Um, so I have Dan Paisner coming up. Dan is a guy who, um, I met through another mutual friend who has written, you know, so many, so many books. I have Dan Paisner. I have Dave Fisher. Those are my two guys, my two author guys who, who just pen book after book after book. And they're all bestsellers. Uh, and they're usually about people, household name kind of be like Dave Fisher. He wrote, um, Johnny Cochran's biography, um, and, and you're going to hear all about Dan Paisner. So it's, it's interesting stuff. He will, uh, he will not be boring. That I can tell you, uh, once again, um, all kidding aside, I just want to uh, wish all my buddies an easy fast. This office cleared out a little early for everyone to go home. I know you're not supposed to drink water or brush your teeth. I don't know if God's going to get so upset with you if you brush your teeth, uh, and have a sip of water so you don't get a headache. Um, San Bellino, you know, have an easy fast. Uh, we're going to come back real quick with Dan Pazer. Don't go anywhere, folks. So I was in court today, early this morning, Brooklyn Supreme Court. And once again, I can't make this up. Everyone is in position, the judge, the court officers, the client, myself, the prosecutor, everyone we need to go forward, clerk of the court. And I was like, why can't we start? There's no court reporter. God's honest truth. No court reporter. If you are looking for a career or a career change for yourself, a family member or a friend, listen up right now. There is this high powered and lucrative career that can really change your life. Court reporting and court captioners are in higher demand than ever before. Court systems, schools, and television stations are all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRE and, excuse me, the NCRA has partnered up with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. 7 o'clock tonight, only on AM 970 The Answer. It's Radio Night Live, and it is Travel Night. Linda Perillo will be with us, uh, conveniently sponsored by Perillo Tours. I hope that you'll check us out. We've got lots of practical common sense for you as it relates to that very important part of life. See you then. 
970, the answer doesn't have to stop when you turn off your radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Download the app. Just search AM 970, the answer. Take us with you wherever you go. There's a lot to learn and understand when getting ready to buy a home. Having a right lending team in place who can help is important. The lending experts at Citizens Bank can answer your questions about home borrowing or how to get started with a mortgage pre-approval. Call Citizens Bank at 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2700. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. We are all started up here in a dreary uh, Tuesday evening, but, uh, you know, I, as I was still... Very excited from my uh, my Bill O'Reilly interview yesterday, and you know him being now this prolific author. Uh, coincidentally, a friend of mine for quite some time, uh, who is also a prolific author, probably <clears throat> puts a little more pen to paper than Mr. O'Reilly does, yeah, um, because he. <clears throat> so Bill O'Reilly writes these books with Martin Duggard, uh, and Martin Duggard is a is an author. Who I guess this is a guess, an educated guess, but I think he probably plays a big role in uh, writing these books with Mr. O'Reilly. Well, Daniel Paisner, um, he also plays a big role in writing books with people from as New York centric and the, the quintessential New Yorker as Ed Koch to Geraldo Rivera, Montel, Pataki, uh, Denzel Washington, Serena Williams, Gilbert Gottfried. Who did I leave out, Dan? I don't know, you're leaving out a Ray Lewis. Answer. Ray Lewis, not quite a quintessential New Yorker, but no. we'll take him. Well, welcome to the Author Idola Power Hour there, Dan. Thank you, sir. Um, I want to just cut to the chase. You're Usually you write uh, uh, biographies, you help people write autobiographies, um, but you're writing a novel right now, correct? I am. I have written one. It's out in, it's out in the world. It's Tell in, me about it. Tell me world. about your novel, Dan. This is why I write books for all these other people, so I can subsidize the books I want to write for myself that nobody reads. <clears throat> Until I appear on your power hour. Well, listen, after the, after the millions <laughs> hear this, you know, I mean, we're, we are the award-winning power hour. Um, so so I've, I've written a bunch of uh, novels. Balloon Dog. Balloon Dog, and it's a novel that was published <laughs> this summer by Kohler Books. It's an indie press in Virginia, and they were kind enough to take this on and to put it out into the world and see what we can see. It's about the imagined theft of a Jeff Koons balloon dog sculpture, which in the story is hijacked in plain sight off the side of a mountain in Park City, Utah. Okay. I, I, I'm sure it's riveting. Is it, <laughs> is it like a crime thing? Or? 
It's like an art heist caper book. Uh, one reviewer compared it to The Hot Rock. You remember that movie, The Hot Rock, with Robert Redford and George Siegel, uh, which everybody kept stealing the same diamond over and over again. Uh, Joan would remember that. She's a little older than So that. it's the bungled theft of this you know, massive industrial sculpture that takes a crane and a flatbed truck and, and uh, like six or eight guys to haul away. And the bad guy who, who lifts this off the side of the mountain realizes it's going to be a hard thing to fence and he can't get rid of it. But it raises the question in the minds of the characters, one of whom is a frustrated middle-aged novelist. I wonder where I came up with that. There we go. Um, and it gets everybody to question who decides what's valuable as a, purse of art, as a piece of art. What do we hold dear? That's what do we prize? What do we elevate? And if you think about these Coons sculptures, nothing against Jeff Coons. He's a terrific artist, fabulously successful. But these balloon dogs, they're ubiquitous. They're everywhere. They're like the smiley face of, of pop art. You know, you've probably seen them on you know, people's mantles, but you also see them in town squares and in public places. But and, what, what gave you the motivation for this particular book? You know, I, I was looking for something to write about, and they, people say, write what you know. So what I know is I write these books that I think are wonderful. They amuse the hell out of me. This book is funny. But they don't seem to amuse the hell out of a whole lot of folks. So I'm, I'm thinking, how do you move the needle, and how do you get attention? And it just so happened I was visiting a friend of mine who had a fabulous sculpture, not a Coons, on his front lawn. And I was staying at his home. And some movers came to try to move this sculpture. Nobody told us, and we kind of waved them along, and they said, go ahead and move this stuff. There was a crane. There was a flatbed. There were six or eight guys. And we're taking selfies as they're moving this kinetic sculpture. And it doesn't occur to any of us to ask the homeowner if they're legit. Turns out they are, so that's right. the end of that so story. But but in that moment, I had this idea, well, what happens if these guys weren't legit? And how do you set that story uh, in motion, and it seemed well, to me I mean, a good any shot of you writing me into the, the book, you know, we, that they get caught, to, the criminal defense attorney steps in. Balloon and, Dog 2, I think maybe yeah, you'll come I'm in and you'll, to. you'll clean up the mess. Are you licensed in the state yeah. of Utah? I will I will make, get waved in. So let me ask you this, this question, Dan. First of all, give us, give us a little background on who you are. I mean, I know you're very famous. Where did you grow up? I grew up on Long Island. Um, Suffolk, Nassau? Uh, Nassau County, not too far from the city. I landed back there, married my high school sweetheart. Oh. We had no interest really in living on Long Island. But you know what? Lo and behold, we're young parents. We wanted to live near our kids' grandparents, and we put down stakes there, and, and that's where we made our lives. And it's been and it's been great. So we're kind of New York City adjacent. We use the city a lot, but I never really worked in the city. I never really had a job. I started writing books well, for other people right away. That's what I, that was what I was going to ask you. Did you, are you college educated? I am college educated. Let me guess, I, Tufts. That's because I'm wearing that hat. Ah, hours of sleuthing are, there, are not that impressive. There we go. So you went to Tufts, <laughs> and right out Tufts. of school, you start writing books. Right out of school. I did go to journalism school. I went to BU um, and got a master's in journalism, but I was freelancing. I was working for the AP. I was a stringer for, for the time. And you could make a living doing that? Not really. So I, I was cobbling together a living. I was finding I was spending more time chasing assignments than I was actually working on assignments. And I happened to land a gig ghostwriting Willard Scott's book while he was the happy jolly weatherman at yeah, the today yeah. show um and what that did was it gave me an opportunity to chase a little bit less to work on a project for a little bit longer than a week or so turnaround and on the back of that i did a good enough job that i was invited back to the party and i did another one and i did another one never thinking i would build a career those were all gigs those were all freelance assignments to me the idea was 
I'd bankroll myself while I worked on books of my own. And I was writing novels back then that were getting published. Were they in the elk of the uh, the balloon dog? Or? You know, they were a little bit. They were probably less confident and self-assured because I was not a you were less confident. professional. So who, who, was, <laughs> who were like your mentors or who were you looking up to? Who were the authors that just like, I'd like to be like him or her? When I was a kid, I wanted to be like Hemingway and Mailer. Oh, I'm glad, I'm glad you set your sights very low. You know, yes. I, I, when I took this radio gig, I wanted to be like Sam Bellino, but you know, it's, uh, I'm still striving to get to that uh, that level. You One know, day. Norman Mailer, towards the end of his career, won a Pulitzer Prize for this book, but he wrote a book called The Executioner's Song, which was about Gary Gilmore's uh, plea to um, to win the death sentence for himself, while, while all these public interest groups were crying, trying to stop his I execution. And Mailer comes in and writes a story, and it was essentially a ghost-written book, even though it was Guy with the Chops of a Norman Mailer. Mailer won the Pulitzer Prize, I think, for that book. Uh, and I started to see, you know, how you can really make some noise writing a book for somebody else. It doesn't have to be your own, but very different than anything Mailer had ever written. And I started to think, you know what, there's something to this that you can maybe write on behalf of someone else and still honor your own work uh, at another time. Well, you've done that many, many, many times. We're going to take a quick break. And how many um, how many books you got under your belt? I got about 70. It's not cool to count after 60. Is, is that what it is? Okay. Well, after so, 61, according to your Don't family. go anywhere. We're going to talk to Dan Paisner. We're going to dig a little deeper into Serena Williams and some of the other people he's written books about. We'll be right there. Well, you heard uh, Bill O'Reilly say yesterday on the show that people who are against Columbus are just wrong. I think that was his quote. They're just wrong. Let me tell you something. For over 75 years, the Columbus Citizens Foundation has promoted Italian-American culture and heritage and has provided thousands of scholarship to Italian-American students who have academic ability but find themselves in need of financial aid for their education. It is no exaggeration to state that this scholarship program has literally changed the lives of generations. But they cannot do it alone. To find out how you can help Columbus Citizens Foundation, visit www.columbuscitizens.org. Learn more about the various scholarships offered by the foundation and help make a difference in someone's life today. Visit www.columbuscitizens.org. The Columbus Citizens Foundation brings the Columbus Day Parade to New York City every year. And you can help them bring a quality education to Italian-American students in need by donating today. Visit their site at www.columbuscitizen.org. That's www.columbuscitizens.org. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. When a cold comes on strong, knock it out with Vicks Dayquil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks Dayquil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms. To help take you from nine... To none. Power through your day with Vicks Dayquil Severe. The daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none, medicine. Use as directed. So let's talk about 
the wonderful waters around New York City. If you don't know how wonderful the waters are, then I have the answer for you. It is the Atlantis Yacht with Captain Fred at New York Cruises. Captain Fred and the New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with every detail to show you how gorgeous our city looks from the sea. If you're looking to wow your corporate clients, your guests, your employees, your friends, there's no other way to go than with New York Cruises for an unforgettable event aboard the Atlantis. Picturesque New York City skyline views, the Statue of Liberty, a gourmet food bar, a gourmet liquor bar, the staff that's unbelievable. What's not to love? Whether you're planning a corporate event, a wedding, engagement party, bar mitzvah, birthday, retirement party, anniversary celebration, just a get-together. Impress your guests and friends with a first-class experience aboard the Atlantis. Call 212-633-1231 and see how Captain Fred and his first-class yacht crew will make your special occasion an unforgettable day. Call 212-633-1231 or visit NewYorkCruises.com. This is Ryan Anderson, president of the Ethics and Public Policy Center for TownHall.com. Abortion extremism plagues the Democratic Party. Just consider California. Last month, Governor Gavin Newsom signed into law 13 pro-abortion bills on the same day. And next month, California citizens will go to the polls to vote on Prop 1, a constitutional amendment that would prevent any protections for unborn babies from ever being enacted and signed into law by a future pro-life governor. As the California Family Council explained, it protects all abortion for any reason up until the moment of birth. Meanwhile, Newsom is posting billboards in pro-life states telling citizens to cross state lines to get an abortion in California. The most outrageous part, the billboard cites scripture, quoting Jesus's commandment to love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus, of course, is right. We should love our neighbors, including our neighbors in the womb. But if Prop 1 passes, nothing can be enacted in California to protect the most vulnerable among us. With America in crisis and lies abounding everywhere, we thought it was a good time to provide the antidote. That's why this radio station partnered with the all-new Salem News Channel. All the hosts you've come to know and trust on this station are right there on TV. Same great lineup, only now you get to watch as well as listen. Download the app on your Apple or Android device. Watch us on Roku or on SalemNewsChannel.com. On the radio, we're right here. On TV, we're right there. SNC is the antidote to the mainstream media. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The Answer. Trying to get me jammed up. Well, we only play a couple of seconds, right? Something yeah, like that. I don't you know. Gee whiz. Kind of write any law books then? There we go. It's going to cost me $3,500 for the rights to the lyric. All right, all right, Dan. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. Dan, if you had to say, if I had to put a gun to you and say, who's your favorite author? Are you able to answer that question? Who's my favorite author now? Oh, yeah, today. Today, right now, who's writing today? I'd still say Hemingway and Mailer. I'd still, I'd still go with Is that. Hemingway writing today? No, he's not. He's, okay. he's well dead. <laughs> okay. But, um, 
but I read his stuff still, and it's relevant, and it's vibrant, and it's unlike anything else out there. All right. Now, here's a question my yes. buddy Frank from Staten Island would ask. If, uh, if you had to go, if you had to go to the, on the island, yeah. and I'll give you five books. You got to bring five books with you on the island. That's it. Five books. That's it. And those are the books you got for life. Oh, my God. God, this is hard, and I can't take any of mine. No, you can take. Of course, you can take it. Girl, can take all five of yours. Well, I would take Goodnight Moon. <laughs> That'd be one of them because I, I got a ten month old. <laughs> Don't tell me about Goodnight Moon. Goodnight Moon rocks. I, I, I would. That would be very soothing towards the end of the day. Um, what else would I take? I just read Patty Smith's Year of the Monkey. Have you read any Patty Smith's books? No, I don't think so. Outstanding. I mean, she is a hell of a writer. Okay. I would read that just because it feels contemporary and vibrant and now and Patty Smith is contemporary. <laughs> Patty Smith. I would take Andre Agassi's uh, Sports uh, That memoir, I like. That is a that's great, great book. It's, that's great. It's sort of the gold standard for the books that I do. Every time I meet a new editor and I sign on to work on a new book, they say, "We want a book like Agassi's book." I'll say, "Okay." I I know. I agree. That's I I've I've Dabbled in that. That's a great book. So they set the bar. Uh, they set the bar pretty high. What, but what classics would you? You know, I went back now and just reread The Sun Also Rises. Okay. And I loved this book as a kid. I've read it three or four times, and I'm reading it now as a grumpy old man. I didn't see it. It didn't. It, I it didn't, didn't rise. I was not feeling it. The sun didn't rise. The sun did not rise. All right. So, so I uh, I set that aside. I just read The Graduate. Oh, wow. I, I got the put, car. I don't, do you really? Yeah. A 66 I, Alpha. I, cuckoo, cachoo, Mrs. Robinson. Maybe. I don't know that I'd put that in the classic category, but what a great story that sort of seeped into the culture and made a dent in people from a certain generation, uh, from a certain... So let's talk about a current generation that just is fading away. Uh, the great Serena Williams. You've worked closely with her on what, three books? No, it's just one, but it was mid-career. We just worked okay. on one book together. It was her memoir, the only memoir she's done. She's done another book with her sister, uh, either before that or just after, not with me. Uh, and it was her life story, but it was mid-career. It was. And what was she like? As a, so she, she was in her late 20s? She was terrific. You know, at that time, there was some debate, even in her own household, who the best tennis player Forget about the greatest of all time. Venus kind of owned her at that stage in in their careers. Um, She was delightful. She was smart. Tell tell us, like, how does, how, I mean, again, I'll rattle them off. You know, uh, Ed Koch, Geraldo Rivera, Montel Williams, uh, George Pataki, Denzel Washington, Gilbert Gottfried, uh, amongst many others, uh, uh, Ray Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. So, how does how do you write a book with Serena Williams? You know, everyone is different. So, Serena Williams was a good storyteller, and she had great stories to tell. So, the stories that have now become famous through the movie of her life that was out um, last year, um, how she grew up how, uh, playing on the on the courts of Compton, sweeping glass and syringes off the courts before they went and practiced every day after school. That's sort of become legendary. Back then, I was hearing those stories for the first time, and she told those stories really, really well. I met her sisters. I met her parents. Uh, everybody sort of sat around. We took turns, and they would help to sort of stimulate a memory, something she might have forgotten. And she'd say, oh, yeah, and she'd tell me that story. So that book was really born orally. She didn't roll up her sleeves and take out a pen and write. Well, what was it like working with Geraldo Rivera? Well, Geraldo was a writer. Geraldo's a journalist. This was just before he bought that newspaper in Jersey, the Two River 
times, you know, so he sort of saw himself as an ink-stained wretch. So he really got down and, and wrote. So I might have written something down for him as a prompt based on our conversations, but then he would have at it and, and make it his own. He had a style um, that I think came across in those pages. But that book was very much written by Geraldo, whereas Serena's book was largely told by Serena. Gotcha. And... Um and again, you could take the fifth on this, but is there of all these books and, and, and that you've written, all these people you've dealt with, was there one that was not so pleasant to do? You know, I've I've developed a pretty good radar over the years about who's going to be a pain to work with. and who That's why we've never written a book together. Right? Is that what it is? <laughs> Early on, it was hard for me to tell. And sometimes I'd get into bed with somebody and it was an uncomfortable. The proverbial bed. The proverbial bed. And it was an uncomfortable alliance. The great thing about this gig is six months, eight months later, you're done and you can move on. It's not like you're working for a horrible boss and you're stuck there. You just have to see your way through to the other side of the project. So I really can't talk about this because I'll never work again if I throw something. Okay, so let's 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 do let's do the positive let's swing it the other way. Who do you know sitting here today do you think of as like, wow, that was an awesome experience? Well, we met through your buddy Ira Juddelson. Right. Ira's a great guy. The bail, the noted bail bondsman right. Ira Juddelson, who put us together many, many years ago. You know, he was a whole lot of fun to work with. I like working with people who are not in the public eye all the time, who haven't told their stories over and over again, who who feel it's fresh. You know, when you're sitting right. down with them, you're walking over this ground who's, as if for the who's, first time. Who have you not written a book with that you would love to write a book with? Besides y me, besides me. Yoko Ono. Really? Yes. Does Yoko listen to your show? Yoko, Interesting. Are no, you out because there? yesterday we had O'Reilly on, and basically a big premise of this book, this piece that he writes about John Lennon, is how John Lennon ceded the control of his life to Yoko, and anytime anyone cedes control of their life to another human being, it's often winds up in a very negative place. Interesting. I mean, whatever the truth of that relationship was, whatever went on behind the scenes, Yoko Ono is sitting in the front row for one of the most compelling stories in our recent popular culture. And I just think it's one of the great untold stories. So why don't, you do, why don't you do the book? Because, you know, there's no reason for Yoko to write a book. Why do people sit down and write these books in the first place? Are they doing it to extend the, the light on their 15 minutes of fame? Are they doing it for money? Yoko doesn't need the so why should we, She doesn't why, need the money. So why should you and I write a book together? You've got great stories to tell, Arthur. Well, that I mean, is, <laughs> I, you know, I, I will, I will, I will admit, uh, I will admit that one. And you've dined out on some of these stories for years, and uh, knowing you, I would imagine you'd like to keep dining out on those stories. Yeah, absolutely. So we need to put them between hardcovers. Um, we're talking to Dan Paisner. He's a very, very uh, famous. I think he's very, very famous. He doesn't think so, but he's no. <laughs> he's got his his novel that's out right now is uh, Balloon Dog. And uh, if you weren't a writer, what would you be? I wasn't a writer. Well, I, I can't play shortstop for the Mets because I can't hit and I can't go to my left and I can't bend without making. All right. So you're not going to be a baseball player. You got anything else? What in mind? would I be? I, you know what? I, I don't know. I just I always wanted to do something that mattered. And I don't know that these some of these books do matter. You know, I've done a bunch of books. A lot of them become like merchandise. You know, 15 minutes after they're out, they're not relevant anymore. But. 
10 or 20 of these books might be worth reading 10 or 20 years after they come out. All right. Well, so then we got to go. It's, it's the end of the show. It's it's the eve of Yum Kipper. It is. Um, I think, uh, I hope you have an easy fast. Thank you, sir. I wish all my Jewish brothers out there to, uh, and sisters to have an easy fast. Atone for your sins. Go throw something in the water. And um, we'll be here tomorrow night to break the fast with you. So stay tuned tomorrow night. The preceding program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi.